Welcome to the Mompreneur Exclusive. I'm your host, Nicole Richardson, and this is where we are dedicated to celebrating and empowering women who balance motherhood and entrepreneurship. Here, we bring you inspiring stories from women who have taken the leap to start their own businesses, overcome challenges, and are in their pursuit of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Join us as we learn more about their journeys, share tips and advice, and discuss the unique experiences of being a mompreneur. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be motivated and encouraged on your own entrepreneurial journey. Let's get started. I am absolutely loving this interview series and being able to hear the behind the scenes of how women are transitioning from their careers to becoming entrepreneurs and understanding more of their journeys and overall what it's taken to get them to where they are now. I love it. It's the messy middle piece of success that social media doesn't really share with you. It's the pieces that don't always fit into the highlight reel. And I hope you're enjoying listening to these episodes just as much as I do. So I want to hear from you wherever you're listening. Please rate the podcast. Give us your feedback and let us know what you want more of. You can also email us at hello at mompreneurexclusive.com. Find us on Instagram at mompreneur.exclusive. Be sure to follow us when you get there, send a message, and you can also just share your feedback there. We're always looking for other women and moms to chat with and learn more about their stories to share with others because you just never really know who's listening or how your story, your journey can really affect or impact someone else and how it can really just impact the person that you were five years ago, 10 years ago, and really give them the courage to just take the next step to following their own passion. All right. So in this week's episode, we get to hear from Amanda Jacob. She takes us on her journey from health to wealth. This mompreneur started out helping patients as a bedside nurse. Then only one year into nursing is when she realized her passion to help women shift their mindset around money to become financially free because she was able to do it for herself. And she also wanted to just share her knowledge and her experience of how she was able to completely change her wealth and life around her finances. So I'll stop there and let you just listen in for yourself. So let's get into it. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining today. Uh, the Mompreneur Exclusive Podcast is such a pleasure to have you here. Um, so although I know a little bit about, you know, who you are, since we've talked a little bit previously, <laughs> um, let's give you um, a moment to go ahead and share a little bit about who you are, um, a little bit about your business, and just kind of give us the spiel. Okay. Um, so thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. I wholeheartedly love what you're doing and I'm glad I can be here and just help other moms who want to jump into entrepreneurship because that was not a direction I originally thought I would go. Um, but life has its own twists and turns for us. Um, so a little bit about me. So my background is in nursing. So traditionally I am a hospital RN. 
Um, I worked in a small rural hospital, um, and it only took one year into my nursing career to figure out that my passion was in something else. <laughs> um, but I stayed with nursing. So I've been a nurse for the last six years. I don't plan on giving that up because I love nursing. I love helping people. Um, I just do it in a different way now. And so, like you said, my business um, that I have right now is, uh, it's called Life Changes by You. And the focus of it right now is um, to help people with their money mindsets. Um, but it's never been the goal to just stop there. That's just where I'm at right now. Um, and I've hopped into doing that full time. Uh, so I left bedside nursing in, uh, let's see, February of this year, so 2023. And I've been pursuing building my business to a full time business uh, since then. So you said 2023. Okay, so let's step back a little bit because <laughs> that was a lot, right? All right, so you've been doing nursing for six years, you said, and then you kind of jumped into, you know, um, moving a little more into your business just this year, right? Yeah, so I started my business, business name and um, financial coaching four years ago. Mm -hmm. Um and it was about a year into my nursing that my husband and I, we started down our own personal finance journey, which is what opened Pandora's box for me. Um, and I learned how much I love crunching the numbers and dreaming and then making that a reality for people because I didn't think that was a reality for me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought I wasn't worthy of it and I wasn't capable of it. And I just was just doing the status quo things. Um, but once I learned that, I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I want to help people with their finances. Like that's fun. Yeah. Um, and so I always thought like, oh, I'll do it in retirement because we're going to retire early. So I'd have plenty of time to do it and I could do it anywhere. Um, but as things progressed through nursing, I just you know, I like working for myself instead of working for somebody else. Yeah. Um, and that definitely aligned better for myself. Yeah. Awesome. So how does, how does that transition like take shape going from nursing and helping people with their health and then uh, kind of morphing into financial um, aspects and then helping, still helping people, right. But around the mindset around their finances. So how did that transition happen? I would say it was an evolution. And so, like I said before, I started as a financial coach because I was just doing the tangible things like budgeting and setting goals and figure out how to like the plans to make those things happen. But in order to make those things stick, you really have to wrap your mind and your head and your thoughts and your feelings all around what's going on. And if you don't, you're not actually gonna make the sustainable changes you want. And so, over the last four years, I've gained a lot more insight. I've um, expanded my coaching into life coaching um, to help with that mindset work. And my goal is to, uh, to really make a life-changing um, experience for somebody because once you learn how to uh, change your your thoughts and your feelings about one area of your life, you can actually translate that into any. Um, area. And ironically, I didn't know all these things when I made my business name, Life Changes by You, but it literally is falling into place as I continue to learn um, and evolve my own uh, expertise and my, my personal growth journey too. 
Yeah. Yeah. So how does that look for the people that you're working with? What do they usually come to you for? Is it like a direct, like I need support with my money mindset, or is this kind of like you having to coach them a little bit to get there? Yeah. No, typically people are like, oh, okay, we can talk about my thoughts and feelings, but I wanted money help. <laughs> so uh, I usually throw that in as like, a, oh, don't worry. It's going to be fun for one of us. <laughs> And you'll enjoy the, the outcome. Um, but in all reality, people come to me for, you know, a myriad of different reasons, and it depends on where they're at in their journey. Um, some people, they're, you know, drowning in debt. Some people, they are tired of where they were, um, and they know going forward they can't sustain um, past experiences or um, expenses. And so they need change, but they don't know how to do it. Um, a lot of people, they don't have systems in place on for their personal finances. And so they're kind of just out here floating around, you know, in the universe of personal finance, like, oh yeah, it's working out. Like it's, it's going to work out. <laughs> um, but they want, they know that there's more. I mean, you can see it everywhere. You can see success um, anywhere you look today, mm -hmm. but you know, I like to remind people that it takes time and you've got to find what's best for you because there's no two ways that people do their personal finances yeah. that it's, it's not going to make sense to the person next to you. Like your values and your dreams could be exactly the same as mine but have completely different definitions. There's a lot with that, right? So there's like our spending habits, like what we define as success, like what that means for us. And so what those goals are that we want to accomplish in our lives, all of that is, it, it can be different, like depending on the person. And as a person evolves, because we are constantly, we're learning new things. I mean, most of us are, we want to be better. And as those things change, we have to keep up with that in all areas of our life, right? Yeah. And so if you're moving forward in, you know, your health or your wellness or something like that, but you're still back here with your finances, like you're not going to feel balanced or fulfilled in your life because there's other areas of your life that you're like, well, if I can do this and I feel successful, why don't I feel successful over here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that shows up in a lot of ways. Also, like you said, sometimes we have relationships that are going great, but then like there's the career piece that is just not working out for us or vice versa. So that is all like, and it shows up in all of our stuff, right? <laughs> it shows up. I had a coach one time tell me that, um, what you do in one area is just like a direct mirror of like what you do in many other areas of your life. Like, are you seeing more people come to you that are women or is it more men, um, mothers? Like who, who is that person that you usually see? Yeah. So a lot of times it is women. Um, I like to try to get them to rope in their significant other. Um, but it, it's hit or miss on whether or not that happens. But if, you know, you've got a significant other, it is so valuable to be on the same page with them and to go on this journey together. There are exercises that I do, um, that I absolutely, even if they don't show up to the calls, I'm like, Hey, you need to print this out. You need to do it separately and together. Um, because it doesn't matter what I sit here and I know, and I tell you, like your accountability partner is the one sitting next to you or laying next to you in bed, you know? Yeah. But a lot of the times it is women 
that come to me. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily traditional moms, but there's always some, some degree of there. So I've had women who aren't moms yet, but it's on the horizon for them. I've had women who have multiple children. I've had women who don't have any children in the home, but they've got kids outside of the home, uh, like adult children. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's a spectrum. A lot of the times I like to say, you know, women, especially moms, they have a, they have a different drive in them, right? And they, they do things selflessly. And sometimes I like to say, I teach them how to be a little more selfish because we don't know how to do that as well. <laughs> and so, so we have to put ourselves first. One thing that I've learned in the last couple of years <laughs> is that we can't pour from an empty cup. And you hear that so many different times um, in so many areas of your life, but it's so true that if you are just giving, 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 and you don't take for yourself to replenish yourself, you will burn yourself out. I mean, you hear about mom burnout and it's like, how could you ever? Well, we're talking about it. It's always been a thing, but now we're talking about it. I'm guilty of that, you know, trying to really pour from an empty cup and giving all the things right to, to my children. And I'm happy to do so, right? You know, I have my oldest son when I was 18 years old. And so I always say like, we grew up together. <laughs> you know, We really grew up together. And I've always known that um, just taking care of someone else, like most of my adult life has been to take care of, of this other being. And so because of that, I've always put myself second. And then having my second son come around, it's more of me putting myself third now. And so like trying to really find out, and I went through that, like trying to figure out like, what are the things that you actually like? Who, who is Nicole, right? To her core, who is she? What does she like? And really trying to go back and figure out what those things are for me and what that meant for me and that burnout, like I've been there. <laughs> I've definitely been there. And it's important to really know or, or really get to know who you are. It's true. Um, we took in three of our nieces two years ago. And so our family of three has grown into, it turned into a family of six and then of eight. And now we're back down to seven. Uh, and so in that first year of doubling our family, I was so I was drowning and like I knew how to you know put one step in front of or one foot in front of the other but at the same time like I didn't know how to take care of myself and it didn't come for an entire year um, and that was when my sister-in-law came to us and I was able to finally breathe and like have an extra adult in the house so it wasn't just me and my husband bouncing off of each other um but that in the last year, I have learned how important it is to take care of yourself and to do what's important. And that's one of the reasons that I left nursing mm -hmm. is because it wasn't serving my values anymore. I loved where I worked. I loved my coworkers, but I used to go to work at the hospital and it was a break. It was fun. I enjoyed what I did and I didn't feel that anymore. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was going to deal with problems. I was going to, you know, I, I had to deal with, you know, leadership that I wasn't proud of anymore. Um, and it just, it drained me. And I, I had to ask myself, I was in January of this year and I was like, just throwing around the idea in my head. I was like, okay, in six to 12 months, like I wanna be building my business to the point where I don't have to go nurse anymore. And then literally like 
two or three weeks after that, I was just like, I voiced it to my husband. Like I said it out loud. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go back. I was done. And I, like, it was me telling myself like, it's okay to be done. It's okay for that chapter to be closed because you're gonna open another, like you're bound for other things. And it just felt right. Listen, I know what it's like when you're just getting started in your business and you're really unsure of what's missing, where to start, or what to do next. But what you do know is that without a doubt, you're ready to create the life you want that gives you the freedom and the flexibility to do work that you're actually passionate about so that you can financially support yourself and your family. I've created a free resource with you in mind. It's my ultimate online business checklist. In this checklist, you'll find everything that you need to get started, from the foundations of creating your business to business and brand development, and just knowing exactly what tools you actually need so that you can weed out the ones that you don't and begin to establish your virtual assistant, coaching, or consultant business. No need to watch endless hours of YouTube or Google your way through what to do next like I had to do in the beginning. Download this starter kit today and start building the momentum you need to identify your next action steps for starting or growing your online business. Go to mompreneurexclusive.com forward slash checklist to get your free copy today. Well, let's talk about that a little more of how like when you are trying to pour from an empty cup, but then you're also trying to start a business. How do you put yourself or the things that you want to accomplish in front of or side by side to all of the other responsibilities that you have? Yeah. So one of the blessings that nursing has taught me is how to prioritize, prioritize. And I will not say I'm an expert at it. I think I'm, you know, we're ever evolving on what that looks like. Um, but I feel like you've got to give yourself grace. And I say that and I laugh at myself because I am the worst person to give myself grace, but I can give it to everybody else. Um, but like in this transition, like nursing school didn't teach me how to build a business, but I hopped off the nursing train and expected to know what to do. And, (laughs) and it's been hard and not like horrible or anything, but it's like, you've got to learn new skills, new, you know, new avenues of how to do business. Like people don't just show up to, you know, money mindset coaching, like they do the ER. It's very different. (laughs) You're in a financial emergency. Come see me down at the urgent care, you know? Right. (laughs) Um, But no, in all seriousness, prioritizing everything in life um, has helped me. And I'm finding the balance I would say now, because in, let's see, it's been like the last just over three months, I've actually integrated building my business, like showing up Monday through Friday, nine to five, um, full time. And that was hard in itself showing up when, you know, I could be upstairs, just snacking in my kitchen all day or putting the kids first and shuttling them around and, you know, being present all the time, um, because they're on summer break. And so it's finding the balance and all of that, but prioritizing the time you're spending or the time you have allocated to work on the things that matter most. And so like I have, you know, me time, 
where I do whatever it is that makes me happy. And usually that's personal development. My husband doesn't understand how fun that is. Um, (laughs) Hey, I'm with you. I do a lot of like reading personal development books and my kids are always like, what? Subconscious mind, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I have me time. I have work time and that ebbs and flows too. Like I schedule in our vacations. I schedule in, you know, I'll even like last minute be like, oh, let's take a weekend trip and, you know, cancel some things and reschedule but it's you know it's finding that balance especially in summertime like I will say it was the wrong time to start building your business with kids around and activities and vacations and all of that like I cannot wait for school to start for some of that structure to come back um, because I thrive in that I love organization in that um, that environment and then prioritizing you know the kids making sure that you're spending time or giving them time that they need to do the things that they want. Um, and then, you know, sometimes we should give time to our students and others too. They appreciate that. Exactly. But it is hard because some things, especially with building a business, you hear it all the time. Like, oh, your grandma's going to be neglected. You're not going to see them. You're going to be too busy. And it's like, I see where that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I would say in the last month, of doing this full time, I am trying to give myself more space um, and scheduling out in my calendar instead of trying to fit it all into, you know, my nine to five Monday through Friday, because I'm like, I will burn out on networking, on client meetings, on all of that if I don't space it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, like you said, that balance, not only just balances with relationships and with your business, but within your business, having that balance. I've seen a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people that I've kind of come across where they do a lot of time blocking or will only do sales calls on particular days or meet and greets on particular days. And then they have their dedicated work days. And I'm like, that is a really great idea to be able to prioritize that time instead of task switching on the different things that we do on a day-to-day. It takes a certain amount of time to get back into doing something once you switch off a task. And that in itself will just take away so much time throughout the day, just constantly switching instead of just blocking out a specific amount of time to be able to do one particular thing and then moving on to the next once that time block is done or that project is completed. Yes, that has helped me immensely. And so I can, I will attest to being somebody who expects way too much of herself, Um, but I'm coming from you know, a system where I knew exactly what was expected of me every day. And even if it changed, I could ebb and flow because I knew the processes. So I could go anywhere in the hospital and be able to like, just flow, like I could do anything. And then doing that in business, it's different. You know, it's, you know, you have to shift from your marketing brain to your coaching brain to your, you know, uh, what a, my husband and my daughter make fun of me. They're like, you're influencer. And I'm like, I'm not an influencer, please shut up. But you're <laughs> like content creation brain and I am not a creation anything. So it's so hard to flip those switches compared to when I, I used to be able to do it on a dime in the hospital. Yeah. And so like lowering, I would like lowering my expectations is what I've had to do because I'm like, I'll make a to-do list that's a mile long and I'll be like, cool, I'll get it done by the end of the week. It's like, you've checked off like five boxes and you, but 
doing it that way makes me feel like I'm not productive, but I got things done that were so important because I prioritized them. And so giving myself that grace and, and using my time blocks in ways that do allow me to use the most of my brain, because I hear you, like we, we do, it takes time to shift um, out of one, one area of your brain into working in another. And I, I will say I have not mastered that. Yeah. When it comes to business. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like a work in progress. Right. So it's, it's, I'm not the expert in it at all either because <laughs> I am so good for just task switching a lot and like ugh, squirrel brain seriously <laughs> but as we were both writing things down before we got on this call <laughs> exactly right I'm like hold on wait something just came to mind let me write it down because <laughs> if, if it doesn't get written down or if it doesn't get scheduled then most of the time it's not going to get done so yeah it's like in the moment when I have those thoughts, I'm like trying to hurry up and get it and get it on paper. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wearing all the hats for your small business will have you feeling overwhelmed real quick. I've been there and there's nothing more time consuming than juggling multiple software tools to manage your client relationships. So let's talk about an all-in-one platform where you can streamline your business operations and make it easier to manage your clients, your projects, and your payments all in one place. Say goodbye to the hassle and hello to HoneyBook. With HoneyBook, you can create and send professional invoices, contracts, and proposals, and track them all with ease. Their intuitive dashboard allows you to see all of your project details, deadlines, and communications in one place. Plus, with their automated workflows and customizable templates, you can spend less time on admin tasks and more time on growing your business. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for HoneyBook today and receive a special offer so that you can start managing your business like a pro. Sign up today at mompreneurexclusive.com forward slash HoneyBook. So another thing that I wanted to ask you also is like when you started to build this business and build this brand and moving um, out of the, well, not because since you're still doing it, um, the nursing, but what was that transition like um, for you mentally? Like what, what what were the kind of things that you had to go through or that you kind of struggled with um, to, to even say that this is a thing that I want to start helping people with, um, coaching them with their finances? So four years ago, when we were going through our journey, I felt like a, you know, an expert because we had, you know, gotten ourselves out of debt. We were saving money. We had a plan. Our plan was to retire by 40. Like I felt like a badass mm -hmm. and like that confidence led me to coaching. But as soon as you put the coaching title in front of it, I was like, Ooh, I'm a nurse. Like my identity is a nurse in career. Like how could I call myself a coach? And so that took a really long time to sit well with me. And, you know, we, in many different industries, you can, uh, you hear the term imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Coaching is no different, like, especially like it can come up at any time. Um, so even when I hopped to doing this full time, like imposter syndrome creeped back in. Cause I was like, Oh, now you're not a nurse at all. Um, I still have my nursing license and I still, I actually do want to integrate it into the practice, but I'm not right now. And so 
like I love being able to call myself a nurse, but I'm like, oh, but you're a money mindset coach. And that's what you have to tell people because that's your actual business and that's how you promote it. Um, but I, yeah, imposter syndrome has been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, just so in nursing, we, we pride ourselves in saying that we don't know everything. But even when you don't know the answer to a question, you say, you know, I'm not quite sure right now, but let me find the answer to that. And it is the same wherever you go. Like you can't know everything about finance, but that's okay because guess what? There's Google and I can find you the answer or we can ask somebody else who's an expert and we can get the answer. And so just reminding myself that I don't have to know everything, but I I do know how to get the answers and not everybody can say that they know how to figure it out or that they're willing to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely love that because that is a big thing. It's a big issue for women and just people in general also that want to step out into doing something different that maybe they've done for years and years and years. And it's like, well, this, this new thing that I want to do is so different than what I've done in the past and holding on to that identity, right? It's like, well, all these years I've been this person. And so how can I like, just do something different if that's that hasn't been the identity that I've held on to. But because we're human, because we are meant to evolve, we can let go of those past identities, right? We can do things different. We can switch and um, like we're, we can be multifaceted in many different areas. Um, so I think that's important for people to, to know and realize that you don't have to hold on to a single identity, right? Like if it's something that you're curious about, then it's something that you can take on. It's something that you can do, you can change, you can try. Um, So yeah, I love that. Love that you mentioned that. Yeah, and I do, I hold on to my nursing because it's the root of everything that started this. Like I wanna help people. Mm -hmm. And so now I just say, I help people with their financial health. And imagine feeling healthy with your finances, feeling at peace, feeling confident, those are things that you don't always hear when you hear the word money Yeah, or people talking about their money. Yeah. There's a lot that comes up with, with the money situation period. There's so many um, just different beliefs around money, just, you know, the, the whole, is there enough money? Can I actually have a million dollar business? Is that available to me? Or just thinking that, oh no, that's for someone else, right? That's, that's for someone that's good for them, but that's not good for me. Like I, I can't reach a a million dollar business when in fact, like it's all just centered, centered around the beliefs that we carry. Right. Yeah. I love that question of, you know, is there enough money? And it's like, you know, the question I never hear anybody ask themselves is what is enough money? Mm. What is enough money? That's, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. It's one that even when you crunch the numbers, even when you, you know, you're doing well and you're successful, like it's something that I had to ask my husband because I was content. Once I started making money as a nurse, I never made more than my first year. And that was because I stopped working as hard. (laughs) And that was because I valued my time more than I valued the money. The money was good enough. But for my husband, he always liked earning more. And so while I earned more by hour and I didn't have to work as hard, he wanted to see his annual income increase. 
And so we had to find a balance in there because I was like, I'm not working harder just to make our, our gross income look bigger. <laughs> um, but he also has always supported me in my dreams. Like the reason that I can do this, the reason that I have this space is all because of him and how hard he works and how much he does. And I am so thankful for that because I would otherwise be at the hospital and be miserable. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that, that support aspect of it, because there's not a lot of, you know, well, I'm going to say not a lot of people, but, but not everyone has that type of support to be able to have someone say that, go ahead and follow your dreams. Like I have the money aspect for now. I want you to start building this thing that you want to do um, and take care of those, that financial aspect. So you, what does that support kind of, how does it show up for you? Well, let me start at the beginning of when this started. And that was back when we started our financial journey. And that was because we started communicating. We started communicating about goals, our values, um, what we were thinking when it came to money and what we thought was possible for us and what we wanted to make happen. And I never in a million years thought I would be, you know, not making an income like a W-2 or working for somebody else, like never in a million years. Um, so we never, before we started the financial journey, we never talked about these things. But once we started that line of communication, it's just evolved from there. So in the last five years, I have, you know, I've expressed to him wanting to start the business and he's been supportive. He has his logical brain too, that makes, you know, us um, be very, thoughtful and what we do. Um, but at the same time, he just encourages me. Um, and that that's all him. Like I bl bless him for being able to do that because I, I question everything. And so <laughs> I probably don't seem as supportive, um, as he is, but he's like, no, you love it. You're, you're great at it. You, uh, enjoy it, do it. And then when it came to being unhappy in the hospital, um, you know, he had seen it progress and just, you know, me coming home and just expressing my woes and, you know, how I didn't feel heard and all of that. And he, he's switched jobs, um, over the last couple of years, a few times. And I've just, I guess, blindly supported him. Didn't think twice about it. I was like, Oh, we've got the money because we financially secured ourselves at the beginning. So all of the things that we're doing now is like, you're not happy in your job. Why would you stay there? We get that option to just leave, but we also do it in a mindful way. So we don't, you know, if we wanted to, we could load ourselves for some months, but he doesn't want to do that. So he's gone from one job to another and he interviewed while he's still at one job. And then his start date was the end date of, you know, uh, one to the other. And he's done that twice now in the last, oh shoot, just about a year. Um, well, you're two years almost. And, um, so when I went and it's funny because I blindly support him in that because we don't have financial stress. We don't have to worry about that aspect of it. And then when he, it shifted to, <laughs> Hey, I think I want to do this. And he's like, okay, do it. I, I questioned him and I was like, well, are you sure? Like, you're not going to second guess this. Like, you're not going to make me go back to nursing. <laughs> but it's a lot of different things. So opening the communication, 
talking about our values and our goals and like getting on the same page with them, even if they aren't the same. And then on top of that, having that financial security mm-hmm. has been the blessing that I, I don't even know where we would be if that wasn't the case. Like living on one paycheck is before we did this journey was unthinkable to me. Never did I think we could live on one paycheck and survive and still save and still take vacations and still invest in all of those things. But it's like, of course you can't now. But my mindset's completely changed. Yeah, that that support piece is a is a big one because a lot of women also when they are beginning to feel as though they want to be entrepreneurs and want to step out into this this journey, it's it usually comes back to that support and maybe they don't have the support. Maybe it's just them. Maybe they're single mothers and are taxed with all of the things of providing for their families. And so having that support is crucial if it's just them like taking on all of the things for their household. And you bring up a really good point. People who are single mothers or single parents, um, widows, anything like that, where you are the sole provider or you are the person that people go to, it's back to what we said before, you need to fill your cup first. You need to have support around you, whatever that looks like, because support comes in different ways. Like we call our family, family, but our family consists of friends who are lifelong friends and people that we can lean on and talk to about anything and that support us in our journey. And so having support in whatever way you can is very, very important and making sure that you have that structure around you, especially if you're doing it alone in the sense of like sole income. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you touched on that also, that support comes in different ways. It can be friends, it can be a community, it can be your home community, an online community. Um, Just having that support because when we try to do it all on our own, we can only get so far, right? And so having that extra community and, uh, you know, just people in place that can help you, uh, even just with business, help guide you along that path and support you with, you know, those next steps, what to do. And then also, if you are a single parent, you know, having that support and kind of seeing what that looks like, whether it's, you know, support with someone taking care of your children while you do the things in your business for a couple of hours or just having family you know um, help you with household items so support definitely it just comes in many different shapes and forms it's not just one way so I know we're coming up a little bit on time here and I wanted to end with some suggestions or recommendations that can help with their money mindset or just their mindset in general. Um, so I actually have a few, a couple of the ones that I really like um, are Atomic Habits and that's by James Clear. He talks about how you can build habits, um, but by starting small. So if it's been really hard for you to change something that you're doing. Um, That's a really good way to learn how to um, like incrementally make the habits that you truly want out of life. Um, One of his examples in it is, you know, to run a marathon and, or, you know, be in the gym six times a week or something like that. And it starts with like 
drive to the gym, put your shoes on. Like if you don't do those things, you're never actually gonna get there anyways. Um, and so you have to start thinking small. And that also touches on um, part of the changing your beliefs or your thoughts about um, the goals that you want in life, which the other book that I suggest, which I think it's maybe over here. I don't know, I, I look at it more. It might be in my bag actually, because I think I was just rereading it is Start With Why by Simon, Simon Sinek. And he writes that um, in a business, uh, through a business perspective, but it helps on different two different ways for me. So when I first read it, I was building a business, but I was also thinking about my personal life. Um, so I put on the lenses of my personal life and I read that book and I've changed things about my life by starting with why. Um, other things that he talks about in the book make you question advertising and marketing and all of these other things. So on a like side note, it can help you not spend as much money too. <laughs> um, so I love, I love that one. And he also, he writes with um, like a good sense of humor and good storytelling. So it's really, both of those are really easy reads, um, but those ones are fun to, fun to start with. Well, I, I've actually heard of the Start With Why book. I haven't read it yet. And Atomic Habits also, I've heard about that one. Um, that one is actually in my Audible library. I just haven't been able to start that one yet, but it is on my list for sure. <laughs> it's a good one. Awesome. Well, before we close out, uh, please let us know where we can find you. How can people connect more with, um, with you, your business, and get in touch? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so I'm on Facebook and Instagram, um, life changes by you is the handle on Instagram. Um, I have a business page on Facebook. It's there. <laughs> um, but you can find me, uh, just Amanda Jacob. And I think the picture is actually with this background, if it's a video too. So that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so just Amanda Jacob on, um, on Facebook. And then my website is lifechangesbyyou.com. So just the business name. Um, and you can find me there um, and use the chat, use the um, connect with me, contact me page. If you're just curious, if you're like, oh, I don't know about this, but you're just, you just have questions. Like I, I love just chatting about this stuff. And so if you ever want to reach out, if you ever have a question, I'm always down to just chat. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for being a guest on the podcast. We'll definitely talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Nicole. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Mompreneur Exclusive. Remember, as a mompreneur, you're not alone. And there is a community of women who support and empower each other. Don't forget to visit our website, mompreneurexclusive.com, for additional resources and be sure to connect with us on social media. We'll be back next week with another inspirational episode. Until then, keep chasing your dreams and balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship with compassion and grace. Thanks for tuning in.